Hello and welcome back to the Riz Podcast. It's your boy Gravy. I'm here with my co-host. This is Deezy. What up? Just want to thank everybody for the the support on the last episode. Uh, today we have a special guest. Actually, he's very relevant in today and what's happening in uh, in our in T Town. That's mm-hmm. that's what we'll call it for right now. Special guest Elvis Acosta. What up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> so you're currently. A two-time state champ, one as a player, and one as a coach. How does that feel? Dude, it's honestly lit. I finally got mine first one as a coach because we went last year. We went up we went up there last year in Los Lunas, and uh, I thought I really thought we were going to get one that, year, that last year. I did too, man. So. I did too. I was, I was like, man, uh, Los Lunas, they've never been, I thought, never really been like, on the stage that many times in a row like they did. I thought just, uh, football is so weird. I always, I thought like, you know, like losing their head coach, they would not be as good. But like, there's always like, there's always that like, when it goes around, like they're playing for something more yep. than teams that play out of their freaking minds. Like, I want to say they were playing out of their minds that like, uh, that day. Yeah. Just because that the, yeah. the whole stigma was like, oh, Coach Moffin left us for them. Right. So, right, they, so they, they were on one. Yeah. So they were just playing out well, of their shoot. minds. Let's yeah. talk about uh, – I'm oh, sorry. I, I was just going to comment that Coach Moppin, he turned that whole program like, around. You Dude, know? I love him. He's a great coach, man. Yeah, I love that guy. Let's talk about – obviously, y'all just won state. Going into that game, I mean, for, for being a fan, like us watching and everything, like we clearly thought it was a dud deal. Like it was, we were gonna come out on top, but it seemed like we came out. There was just that little one big play they had, and then they had that scoring drive. Yeah. And then it made like it didn't make you doubt, but it was like okay, here we go. Like they're a playoff team. Yeah. They're a state champion team, or wanting to be a state champion team, state championship team, just like us. So uh, I don't know. What was your kind of mindset in that whole thing? Honestly, like me and the, some of the other coaches talked about it on the way up there. Cause like we went up there Friday, uh, went to Bloomfield Middle School, and like watched like a movie in the highlight tape. You know how we do this stuff, right? Right. And right. Um, it was a whole different thing. Like so, the year before, you know, I was with them the year before, and we went up there, and like I just feel like before the game and stuff, like this is like we were like deer caught in headlights like it was just like everyone because no one at that moment like have been there right they've never been at that stage and everything so it was like so i remember making a comment i was like i feel like we're just really calm i feel like we're really calm like the guys weren't really like worried about the game like they just like like we've been here before we know what to do right take care of business so i mean that like just like the swagger they had um the night before and then like no incidences like these guys is like we're just business yeah. And, like, they expect, like, there's a thing, like, the sophomores, the juniors, like, they expect to get another one. Mm-hmm. The sophomores right. are, like, we're going to we're gonna leave with three. Man, and I'm, awesome. like, and I'm, like, my freshman class right now, like, they're, like, we're going to get three. Yeah. And I, th- I think they're going to get more in multiple other sports, too, mm-hmm. just because of, like, how hungry this town is right now and how, what kind of talent we got coming up. Like, so, it's kind of wild. So, do you think that that class is a special class, like? Which one? The one that you're talking about. Oh, the freshman? The one that you, that you said uh, is going to get more yeah, titles and that, that, that freshman class is legit. So, um, 
I had the pleasure of coaching them their eighth grade year, and mm-hmm. I'm coaching them right now in their ninth grade year. They have yet to wander from me at all. Like, <clears throat> I coached them in football last year, basketball last year, and track last year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing I did football this year, basketball this year, and I'll be doing uh, baseball. So spring is where like we're finally like, some of those guys are gonna leave me and stuff. But I mean. Football last year, we beat the crap out of everybody, and no one really stood a chance, and we went undefeated. Mm-hmm. Then they go to basketball season, and they go undefeated. Mm-hmm. Against, I mean, like, against two, like, in football season, um, who was it, Clovis, they came down for the championship, and they are undefeated, but, like, Clovis didn't have enough kids for all their middle schools, so they just combined into one middle school. So it was already, like, a Clovis high oh, okay. already. okay. And, like, they come off the bus, like, big guys. And I'm, like, big, I was kind of nervous, but, like, they didn't score on us. Oh, wow. They didn't score. Like, it was, it was wild. And I was, like, wow, that's crazy. And then come basketball, like, we just, like, it was, like, we had greedy times, but, like, we just pushed through and everything. And then track season, like, no one competed with us. And it was, like, it was one of my things. So I coached hurdles. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, yeah. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I know you see me. I, I, ran, I ran hurdles in seventh grade. Did you? Yeah, one time. Fell once. For, uh, but I don't think for I'm... all that's listening, I gave Elvis or Coach Acosta an ugly face when he said he coached uh, hurdles. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. remember no doing no hurdles. I remember I remember just doing hurdles in seventh grade <laughs> when we had to. And then eighth grade, we would just go out there, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Right. But, like, so with uh, with our boys – like I was, they made me the hurdle coach, and I was like, shoot, man, like I don't know what I'm doing, but I kind of just like watched a lot of film and just studied up a bunch of like great hurdlers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my goal was like, I want us to go first, second, third boys in the 110, first, second, third boys 300, and then I even got the girls on board. Like I want to go one, two, three with the girls mm-hmm. in the one 100 and the 300. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal, and I mean, those kids worked their butts off. And I mean, that's the one thing like you see like those kids are not afraid of hard work. Right. Like I had kids, and like the girls last year, I only got to coach them during track, but for volleyball, they went undefeated and lost in the championship. Mm-hmm. And then basketball, they went undefeated, lost in the championship. Mm-hmm. So it was like so. I remember it took me one day with the girls where I was like, it's too cold. I don't want to be out here, da, 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 like that attitude. Mm-hmm. And I came back the next day, and I was just like, look, like, this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to coach kids that want to be out here and that want to win. I was like, the guys already know, like, how I am. I was like, and I was like, and girls, I thought y'all would be more fired up because y'all been losing all year. Mm-hmm. And it, it, a couple of those girls' jaws just dropped like, dang, he really called us out like that. And from then on, it just, like, flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, there was, like, even when we didn't have school and stuff, like, we didn't practice, there were kids still going out there and sending up, the, send up the, the hurdles and working on their technique and stuff. Right. Like, one of my best hurdlers, uh, she's a great kid. She um probably the slowest kid, honestly. <laughs> but her form was so good that it helped her get third That's in the awesome. conference. Yeah, so, like, those kids, it's, like, they're legit. Like, th- that group is legit. I don't know, um... I don't know if you went went out to football games. My O line averaged like six foot. And you're you're talking you're talking about Fred, your freshman yeah, the group. freshmen. They're tall, athletic kids. I'm, uh, man. I to be honest with you, I never I never caught one. But um, 
I live right here on Grand, so it's like I always see when you guys are are, are playing, and you know you hear the band, yeah. the eighth grade band, and everything, and <laughs> it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. I wish I had uh you know right now currently I don't have no family members that are in those grade areas or in those age periods, mm-hmm. so for me it's kind of difficult, but I definitely do uh, need to take the time and, and and take a look. Like so, like I was just talking about it with. Uh, DZ today, I was telling him, I was like, I, I plan on making the Varsity Boys ball, uh, basketball games. Yeah. Just to go and check them out. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. they have Nick. You know, Nick, this is Nick's uh, senior. Yeah, this is yeah, a senior. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, lesson he, too, our yeah. boy. Yep. So, I mean, there's a couple of uh, kids on the on the basketball team that are going to, you know, they're going to be stars and everything. So, it's going to be exciting to see. Um, I remember playing with Nick and those younger kids and open gym. Yeah, like they, they'll they, come out all the time and be shooting on the side goals and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, remember they, those days. I, I made it I, – I got to the point where they were able to play with us and just seeing them when they were younger till <laughs> now is just crazy because they have skills right now that are just, like, developing and still having – you know, working on their peak. But uh, I don't know. So, so, so what you're basically saying is that freshman group that you have, there's, they're promising. The, the sophomore group that you have, promising. Junior group, which is a lot of them that are currently on the, the varsity football team, are coming back. Yep. So the future looks bright for the football team and the whole program. All the programs, yeah, like all the programs. Where... Let's talk about when you, you obviously just gave a little bit of insight of how it feels to do different sports. Like, because, you know, obviously yeah. you didn't hurdle. So what about, like... You know how so that is that pretty much how you prepare? You just you kind of study, or do you talk amongst other coaches like, "Hey, I've never coached before." Oh yeah, give me a little bit of. <clears throat> so I want to say like when I first came in, I was just like, "I want to coach so bad," right. and I Anything told and I told I told Coach Henderson like, "I'll coach try I'll try I'll coach tennis like <clears throat> anything you got for me, I'll do it." Yeah, and so like the first year I was out there with uh during the COVID year. Mm-hmm. I was out there with the football team for four weeks, uh-huh. and I was a substitute still. And then, so then I was like, oh, really got a real shock of like, okay, this is what coaching is and everything. And from then on, like, I mean, I picked the brains of like, you know, Coach Moppin came back, mm-hmm. and he was one of my coaches, so I picked his brain. Um, Coach Olivas is like family to me, so I, I'm always talking to him, special teams, everything. Coach Rod came back, and he kind of like took me under his wing Mm-hmm. And really taught me because I I knew a lot of offense already because like I was a center here, right? But yeah. defense was like where I was like I don't know a lot of it, so I'm gonna work harder to understand that. Okay. And like I've really had hands on like a lot of the things at the junior high level that helped. And like even like Sunday's game planning with the varsity, I was just like, where do you need me? I can go do this. I can do that. And really pick the minds of coaches, but like. So, like, I uh, got the head coach for basketball last year, and, dude, I stopped playing after freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not really, like, real sure about basketball, but I'm like, my mentality is, like, I want to be the best. Right. I want to be one of the better, best coaches, like, to do it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I was up all hours of night watching, like, John Wooten and this some Coach K, you know, watching their camps and everything, learning their drills and learning their systems, too, just so I can just have a better understanding of stuff and everything. I'm not perfect. Right. I mean, last year we went up to Loving, our our white team, and uh, we uh, we lost that game. 
Mm. Because I don't understand there's a five-quarter rule in a day. So yeah, so it's it's wrong. So me, me and a new coach, no one, no one wanted to tell me like that. <laughs> what's it called? You can only play five quarters in a day. Okay. So so when you when you schedule little schools like Loving and stuff, we'll play like their like little like seventh grade team, whatever they got, like the B team kind of, and then we'll play their good team mm-hmm. after that. So I didn't know this. So we're running up and down the floor on their their bad team. And I'm like, hey, you get in, you get in, you, yeah. you know, I'm playing everybody, I'm putting multiple people in, like for in a quarter, and they're all counting as a quarter. Right. So then we get down to like the the good game, and we're still beating them so bad, just beating them, beating them, because we had a lot of height and everything. And then we come out of halftime, and they just really like pack. They went into a two-three zone and just packed the paint, so forced us to try to shoot. And I'm like, all right, like that's fine. Hey, like I start trying to check in my shooters, and they're like, sorry, like. They can't play, and I was like, "What do you mean? They can only play five quarters in a in a day?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Like you're lying to me? Like y'all are lying? Like what what is this?" And uh, did you tell them that? Did yeah, no, yeah, that? I told them that. Yeah, I was I was mad. Yeah, like I'm a competitive person, so like I was like, "How did I not know this?" One. So these these this group that you have is all yours. Like you you you're coaching these kids, you're putting them in the game and stuff yeah. like that. And no one told you. Oh no, like, hey, man! Hey, they thought it, it was funny when I got back. Like I got on the phone with uh, Coach Garcia because he came back and he's me and him coach together. And I got on the phone with Coach Garcia and he's like, he started laughing and he's like, "Yeah, we should have told you." Yeah, <laughs> I was no like, way! Dang. So I ended the game with I had four posts, right, and a mediocre like a guard who could not dribble the ball. <laughs> and we finished the game like that. And we we I had a shot to win at the end. We had a buzzer beater shot. And uh, my boy just airballed it, but, like, (laughs) I was, like, dude. So, like, me, like, being competitive and everything, but then, too, like, that group's just as competitive as me. Right. And I felt bad. I walked into the locker room, and they were just, like, beat up. Because that was the first time those kids ever felt losing. Because on the the A-team level, like, they never lost. Mm -hmm. They still have never lost. So those kids were, like, kind of beat up and everything about it. And I was, like, guys, I was, like, it's not your fault. I'm, like, I'm taking that loss. Like, that was on me. I was like, I didn't know you could only play five quarters. I was like, y'all played amazing, though. And, like, I had to, like, just bounce back from that. Hey, um, so, one, I thought it was pretty funny that you found out live about the five quarter. <laughs> For real. But I was going to ask you at the beginning is, did you, like, always know that you wanted to coach or not? Man, that's a, that's a, that's a crazy story. So, honestly, I went to college. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, like, in high school mentality, it was like, I'm going to take – football as far as I can take it like whatever that means I'm gonna take it as far as I can and I get to college and like everyone's like that so I'm like all right like I gotta be different but I still like had that mentality and then it didn't and then it hit whenever like I got hurt the week before we played Eastern I got hurt and everything and it was just like I was in crutches for three months like I didn't tear nothing it was just like a real bad knee injury where like I could have I should have teared the tore something so then they can go in there fix it up and let's go so it cost me my whole freshman year, and then uh, my uncle passed, Sorry about and then my other uncle passed Sorry about that. in the same in the same semester, to where like I just got like I just went through a dark time and stuff, and um, then I was just like I don't know what I want to do, but my uncle Gary he was a he was a what's it called he coached he worked his butt off to finally coach when we were seniors, mm-hmm. and I remember two days like he was finally like with the staff here. And it's just like, I don't know, just the way he felt about coaching and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he's going on his 41st year 
of coaching like youth sports mm -hmm. so he's been doing it all my life so I was like you know what I think I could do that like I think I want to do that and that was at the end of my career like playing wise I just like felt it you know mm -hmm. so I was like yeah I want to coach so when I started like transitioning into education major and stuff is whenever like I stopped playing football too at the college and yeah. <clears throat> halfway through the semester they uh my dad called me and he's like Hey, you know they pulled your scholarship, and we can't we can't afford to keep sending you unless we take out a loan. And I'm like, nah, like y'all ain't gonna take out a loan, like not on my watch, like that's not. Right. So then I went straight to work, and it's like, in the back of my mind, I was always like, I want to coach one day, but I thought it was gonna be like in my 30s, 40s even, yeah. to where like I'll get the opportunity, but. So that thought never left your mind. No, no, and that's what I was. Cause then I, by the time like I left school and everything, I owed them two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. So I couldn't even like, if I wanted to go to a different school, I couldn't even get my transcripts because they had them hostage. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, man. So I just had to keep grinding, whatever. And uh, a series of unfortunate events led me to uh, finally be like, you know, screw this, like Navajo life, like whatever, like I'm just gonna go. And I went up to know uh, Mr. Noel and. I think him, like, he, I was like, hey, like, I heard you need subs, like, I can sub. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just put me anywhere. And he's like, okay, like, that's great. Like, really no interview process or nothing. It's like, hey, here you go. And then, um, and then, like, I was like, do you think I could coach? And they're like, well, here in Artesia, we don't really hire contract coaches. Mm -hmm. So, like, me and Coach Henderson, we had a good relationship. So, like, we talked about it, and he was like, I don't see no conflict of interest because, like, you're working for the schools. So, gave me a shot, and I mean, I haven't looked back since. I just been climbing, grinding too, like just wildly grinding, just like keep going higher and higher. Yeah. That's your it's your life now. Oh yeah, I'm I'm trying to stay on this like, the day I die, like it'll be the day like I stop like coaching. That's it. Like that's, awesome, that's cool, bro. Yeah, I want to I want to do this forever. Like I love my job. I love waking up in the morning. This like. I so, get to go impact lives. Coach a coast. Yeah. So coast. whenever you were working those jobs, I mean, obviously you were getting up like how most of the people listening to this, you know, go to their jobs. And yes, you know, you you make a living and everything, and it's comfortable and everything. But like, just kind of give an insight of like that, like how you felt every day, knowing that you, you had that passion for coaching, but you didn't act until like you knew you were kind of fed up with it. Like, yeah. Like, so how were those days waking up just knowing you were going to the, I hated going my, to the plant? Yeah, I hated my life. Really? Like, I, I read a thing, too. Like, I'm an avid reader and everything, mm -hmm. and I read a thing where it's, like, called, like, secondary suicide, mm -hmm. where it's, like, you just, like, give up on life and everything, but, like, you're just too afraid to kill yourself. And that's, like, that's, like, where I was at. Like, I, I always pictured, like, this, um, that Eminem movie where he's at the plant, it's just gray outside, and people just, like, just don't like what they're doing, but yeah. they're doing it because it's for a paycheck. And, I mean, the money was great. Don't get right. me wrong. Like, I love that. But it was like, I'm not happy doing this. Like, I, I woke up in the morning and was like, oh, I got to do this. I have to do this for the, like, you know? And uh, so I was just like, at some point, it was just like, honestly, the money's not worth it. And I, I tell I, I tell everybody this all the time. Like I stand by this too, because like I did do it for a long time. I coach for free, really? and like I coach youth sports since I was in high school. You know, and I was coaching the youth and everything. Like my dad, because that's all we've ever known. And this was like give back to the community. So like I would I was doing that for free, 
And, like, I'll go buy, like, if I had a basketball team, I'll go buy them shooting shirts and stuff. Like, try to make them look all cool. So, like, it was all, <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was like, I've always wanted a coach, and I was like, so waking up in the mornings and going to work and stuff, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. But for a while, it felt like I was going to be doing that for the rest of my life. And it was like, those fortunate events happened where I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go take a shot. I'm going to shoot my shot and see what happens. And uh, it was a shot in the dark, and it happened to work, and I was like, I was, I'm forever grateful for it, because, like, now yeah. I get to wake up every morning and just love what I do. Like, even on the worst days, even on the worst days where I'm breaking up fights and I catch I catch one in my face or something, that, that actually did happen. But uh, I catch one in my face, whatever, and I take him to the office and everything. I'm like, God, this is an awful day. Mm. I would take that day over the best day at the plant yeah. any day. I think that's I think that's what's uh that's what's also crazy is that you get to see uh, a lot of a lot of people's kids and children. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah. So seeing that, knowing kind of the inside of the school and everything, like having to deal with it as far as the administration side. I mean, shoot, dude, I give you props because being around kids all day. I mean, shoot, I, it'd be tough for me. Me too. But that's awesome, man, that you just found that enjoyment. You found that 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 want to just, you know, just say, you know what, like, I love the pay, but I got to take a step back and, and, and focus on me and myself because yeah. I'm, I'm the one that wakes up every day going through the, what I feel and what makes me happy and what makes me sad. So seeing you just do that, and then it could go from, from here to there and just seeing it do that and make you so much happier like it's it's insane man. it's it's wild and i mean i've seen it all my life my dad and i love the feeling he gets when he's like gives an invite to a wedding from one of his old players or like my dad like we go we still go to carlsbad and watch the little caveman league and like we'll watch the championship because the, the guy who's running the like he's they're running the show over there like they're just beating everybody and winning championships my dad coached him oh and my wow. dad and my dad my dad actually i remember when the guy decided he was going to get into coaching and everything, my dad was on a down year where he wasn't coaching or nothing, and he, the guy hit him up, and he's like, yeah, so he gave him all his equipment that my dad had. <laughs> Dummies, everything. He gave it, it was a whole trailer full. Oh, wow. And he, he, gave, he gave him the trailer, too. Wow. And he was like, here, take it, you know? Like, and so my dad loves, like, seeing, like, all his old players and stuff, and I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see, like, these, the, the junior class of my first class that I got hands, like, got to be a part of. So I can't wait to see them graduate and see where they go off and see them come back. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool that you literally see, you know, like them grow and become men. Dude, see what they do with their life, you know? It's so crazy. And that men and women. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's what um I was always prepared for like the the guys and stuff, but like mm -hmm. even the girls, like I was an ISS for the year too. And uh what's it called? Oh the the so you were the insulin suspension guy, yeah. I was not qualified for that job. That's a little difficult, huh? You getting in the trouble, you're, kids. You're in. You're. I feel like I was in trouble all the time because I had to be in there all the time, and I try to lighten it up as much as I could. <laughs> but then, like the stuff you like, you start talking to these kids, man, and it's like the stuff they go through. Because like teenage kids, like they're just going through a lot. You remember how you were, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, man, like this, like I wish someone back then would tell me, like this, one, this is gonna shape your life. Mm. You know, and I mean, I'm glad like I had a straight head and everything, but like there's some people, you know, like even people we grew up with are like down a wrong path and everything. It's like, guys, like this is an important time in your life, and I understand the struggle 
and everything. But then, like, then you got kids that, like, think they're struggling so hard. I'm like, yo, this is our teacher in Mexico. Like, going to college, you meet some people who are, like... Yeah, you, you don't you don't got no bills right now. Yeah. Like, all you do is... Well, even, like, even like from... So, I, I, I laugh and I make this joke, you know, like, um, that, like, people, like, those inner-city Dallas kids and stuff, mm. they don't get to play the sport because, like, they love it and everything. Mm. They have to play the sport because it's going to get them out. Yeah. And I met, I met multiple people. Uh, my boy Duck from college, he was homeless all through high school. Shout out Duck. Shout out Duck, boy. Duck Rilla, man. But <laughs> he, um, he was homeless through high school. And he put himself through it and everything and earned a scholarship to go play college football. And mm-hmm. just, like, did the most he could because, like, he knew he had to get out. Mm-hmm. He knew he had to get out. And that's, like, I met so many people like that. And it's, like. Guys, you don't know what struggling is like. Yeah. It's a grind for yeah, there's these guys. That, they they get no. There's no other way. It's this or they're gonna die in the hood. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like you said, in different places, people don't understand. I mean, here, man. I mean, you're. We are beyond blessed, and all the things that we receive from the community. That's why I was telling DZ like our our support for me is like very important because like it's all local people right now. You know, I, I kind of want to make this a platform where, like. Everybody can come on and say something and, and, and kind of tell tell how they feel. And, like, I mean, just like how you're giving the, the whole spiel. I mean, but that's why I was, you know, I was just telling DZ. I was like, we got to kind of focus on these people. Like, yeah, those other people, they'll come. Like, you know, but for right now, like, we got to show love to, to us and anybody and or, like, everybody close. And then we'll get to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. That's, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. I mean, yeah, no, the, the the give back of the community is so like great here, and I love it. And, I, like, yeah, I was part of the the quarterback club this year. Yeah, I know, and I, I put you with some of my boys. Yeah. Those are see, those are my boys. Yeah, I had my some. Boy, I had boy fish, couple kids. Man. Yeah. yeah, dude. He was he was one of my first my first kids. I gave him the um, leadership book we got whenever uh, we were in high school. You uh-huh. know, Coach Henderson would make us read those books. Oh, yeah. I yeah. gave, I, I had like, I don't know how I got like two extra copies. <laughs> so I, I, I still have the one I annotated, an extra copy, and I gave him one. That's awesome. Because I was like, man, this is this is you, you know, and like, but and yeah. And is, is Henderson still around? Because he's the AD, so. Oh, he's still, he's still coaching Cooper, the slots, too. Cooper Henderson is still uh, the athletic director, so, you know, he's still setting the rules and getting everything lined up, whatever he does. So, but he still is on the field with you guys. Yeah, no, he's in the box. This guy, he likes he likes the box. I think better. He hates the spotlight on him. So he's, oh, he's in the box. Yeah, he's in the box with yeah. the headset. Yeah, he's on the headset, and he yeah. uh, he's he got the slots. So, really? so I mean, you got you got a genius like Moppin. Oh, you got another man. genius like like oh Coop Dog. Yeah, see, because a lot of got, people really don't know how involved he is, dude. And I I, I know <laughs> I know that's his his. His castle, you know, yeah. it's his castle oh, yeah. there. He so built don't, that place. don't think that don't, don't <laughs> think sure. that don't think that he left the. So I mean, like you got, you still got the keys that motherfucker. You know, <laughs> the mines, man, the mines in there is just wild. You go in there on Sundays, and we're we're game planning, we're getting it, and like, all right, let's offensive breakdown. What like what can't we run? Yeah, <laughs> it's I, like dude, that. The way y'all prepare, the way y'all go through a week, I I don't think another <clears throat> coaching staff does what y'all do. Nah. And if and if you don't know what I'm talking about, during season, if you ride past the bowl and you look into the parking lot, most of the time the coaches' vehicles are still in the parking lot after hours. And they're 
They're doing what they do, breaking down film, or doing whatever they do. And then they present it to the kids whenever they come back. Yeah. Ready for the day. It's wild. Seven days a week. Seven days a week we're going at it and like I'm, I blame me being single to that right there because I'm like, I'm grinding. Like, yeah, there's, I mean. There's days I'm not even on my phone, man. I'm just like, I watch film. I get home, watch more film. Watch more film. Watch film on the practice. Watch film. Because, I mean, in high school, I was already like a film rat. Like, Coach Bowden would have to kick me out. Like, hey, go home. Mm-hmm. So now I get paid to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, so now I'm getting paid to, like, watch film. So I was like, dude, I'm going to take advantage of this. Like, yeah, right? that's, a, that's a feeling, dude. Because, you know, because if you were at the plant and they were to tell you that, you'd be like, oh, man, like, just get me out of here. Like, well, like get, yeah. Like, I, I, I want to leave. Like, the money's cool, but get me out of here. Like, when you, you see know, those like, flare-ups and stuff, it was like, I, I saw PTSD from it. Because I'm like, oh, that means that means we're staying past four. And now it's like, I never check out. Like, I'm always engaged. And, the clock. Yeah, I'm always on the clock. And I love it. That's crazy. I wouldn't change it any other way. I was going to ask. Who, like, makes you out, like, y'all's, y'all's trick plays? Like, who comes up with them? Because y'all trick plays are, like, really, really good. So, like, like I said, like, Maupin's a genius. Like, mm-hmm. he, he really is a genius. He'll he'll just try stuff and just, like, if it looks good, like, hey, let's do it, let's do it. But what Coach Henderson used to do when we were in high school and, like, what Maupin still kind of does, too, is, like, if you, if you, as a player, draw up a play, I was like, Coach, this might work, mm-hmm. he'll put it in the playbook. Really? We'll practice it. Yeah, we had we had about like no one ever knows this because like we won every game like pretty pretty heavily our senior year. But like we had some trick plays in the playbook for Ben and Travis and all that. Like we had some crazy ones in there. Rainy day. Yeah, but we never had to use them because like we just beat people. But like we had a bunch because like we just like hey this looks good like this might work this yeah. might work. I was with me and DZ were talking about it and. uh I was kind of telling him a little bit inside of what was mentioned, like, at the quarterback club meetings, like, because obviously we watch film and stuff like you guys. We watched the, the previous game. The previous game. And we were talking about, a, I guess, supposedly, there's something going to happen with the 5A class. You know, they're, they're thinking about moving Farmington to 6A. So we lo- yeah. Yeah, so, so we, we're losing Farmington. We lost Las Lunas. Yeah, this last year, yeah. We lost Farmington, Las Lunas. Um, Alamogordo. Alamogordo went back up. Mayfield came back down. Mayfield came down. Um, but they're, Centennial they're, went but, up. But Mayfield's on the verge of going back up, correct? Yeah. I so those so. are multiple schools within our class that were, you know, in there. How many how many schools is that leaving that 5A class? Well, they're, they're still like... There's still quite a bit. I'm not sure the number. I think it was still, like I think it was like 15 to 14. Yeah, 13 to 16. I thought I thought it was like 16. But you you can figure 12 spots go to the playoffs for the state. Yeah. Are you gonna leave three teams out? You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. And then it's competitive weird. wise, it's so weird. I mean, because like you saw, like I we say, we 50 p's Deming, and that was the number five team. I said they need a boot down crossbow. I we talked we talked about this. Nuts, right? <laughs> we talked about this, but like it's enrollment. So actually, we're like we're borderline four A. Yeah, I know. We're low, low. Like yeah. they just won't do that because like it's uh, a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap every yeah. year. But no, but like yeah. So like um, the the NMMA or the NMA is not as dumb as you think. They know yeah. exactly what's going on. Yeah, and like, but I, I don't see like we we talked about it too, and I. 
like Carlsbad never competitive. Sorry, I I really dislike Carlsbad. I really I love it, dude. I love I love when it's still kind of hot outside. It's still you know Mm. we're working into the the fall and. And then, you know, we play Carlsbad. And yeah. God, dude, I love that Eddie County Warship. Oh, I love it, I think too. we're up on the score, but, like. No, I think we're, we're still up. No, we're down. We're down. Dude, every time hey, remember, I talk about this remember, with somebody, they're like, no, we're behind. And I'm like, how? They won I'm last like, four years. I'm yeah. like, how? That one's got us this year, man. That, that I game. go to every one, and I'm like, oh, dub. We got a dub. <laughs> we go to Chili's, go to B-dubs or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm happy because we got a dub, but. Now you are sitting here saying we're behind. We are, bro. <laughs> it is last four I think, years. I think yeah. last time we uh, we won was my class, I think. Mm, Unless I don't class know. After. Yeah, I think I don't know. I can't remember. But those are hard to see. It's hard to keep up with these. It really is. Like, stats. We're we're close to hundred years. How hard is it to tell the kids week to week? You know what I mean? Like, how hard is it to tell you tell the varsity kids like it's week to week? You just smashed a you know whatever team, and then you're like, you it's homecoming back. next week. It's all right, boys. It's week to week. It's hard, man. That's, it's hard because these kids aren't dumb. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, They're very smart. These kids and are very it's smart. It's wild too because like, you know, Blend came down here. They were like ranked top five. Yeah, we and them. they were questioning our and, rank, and we merged them. Uh, Demian came down here. They were ranked in the top five. Mercy rolled them. So <laughs> it's like even Santa, the, even the playoff yeah, game. Santa T. They're top ranked. Mercy rolled them. So it's like it's like it's wild. Just like because like the competition level is just weird. I still don't think like I mean I love the Roswell High rivalry we got going right now because like oh, when we were too. in school they, they were trash. Really I remember I remember shaking hands after like after we beat them. Our senior year, and they're just like happy to be get done with the game. Oh, like, yeah. like, I, I remember them even saying, "Beat Goddard, beat Goddard." Yeah, like, they're just like, "Oh, thank God, we, that, that one was over." They weren't and even like, saying like a game. They were just like, you know, hey, beat Goddard because we don't like them either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> if anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be all. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like so, it is wild. This is like the whole ranking system, and this is like where the talent drops off too. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was asking because, you know, you. You want to be the best, period. You know, you, and you want your cl- you want your class to be competitive. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, with all them teams going up to six A, they're hoping for more competitiveness within within their class to, to try to beat Cleveland, pretty much. Yeah. The boys have been. Yeah. Boys have been good. Yeah. Back to back shit, you know. Hey, um, does Cleveland like can they? Recruit people or no? Like no, so no, they're not private. They're they're a public school, but like the way Albuquerque and the metro systems were is, it's open enrollment. Okay. So like, by your I freshman think, year, you can pick whatever school you want to go to, and then you can go like it don't matter where you live in the South Valley, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can go like wherever you pick, you want to go, you can go. It's kind of like how Roswell and yeah, Roswell is. You get the option, but then like you have so many schools to choose from too at that point too. Yeah. It's it's crazy though, you know, Albuquerque does have enough kids to to still do Albuquerque High, Albuquerque Academy. Uh I mean, who else do they have? Valley. I mean, just Manzano, all those Del Norte. Yeah, Manzano. Yeah, they got all those schools over there. Some are 6A, some are 5 5A. It's just so crazy how 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 different they are up in the north just compared to us, you know, it's like it's crazy. To think you would think that, like, they would think like, okay, they got the recipe down there. Like, let's, you know, let's pick something up. Yeah. Over the years, you would think so too. They huh? just try to stay away from us so hard, but then again, we try to too, because you know, you know how it is here. Well, it's crazy too, because like, 
We also are in the toughest district. By far. Like, all season, our four teams were ranked in the top five. Mm -hmm. Until, like, until, like, and Roswell High beat PV. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, we were, we were tough. We were a tough district. When I, I watched Roswell High, or I mean, I watched Deming beat Roswell High. No, Goddard, Goddard. I mean, Goddard, I'm sorry. Yeah. Goddard. And uh, that, that kind of just was like, uh, I was like, maybe Deming caught something. Maybe they, Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do. They do have some fast. They have some fast players. And stuff, they got. They yeah. got good players, of course. I mean, and so, so what do you think about just just a transition right now? So, what do you think about Artesia hosting the um, the All Star game? The All Star game. Oh, that's legit. I love. I love that we did that. That's so, legit. Legit. So, so you guys listening, whatever, try and get down to. The bowl, I think it's uh, the Saturday. Th- yeah, it's Saturday. Three, three and six, yeah. I think, yeah, three and six. Try and get down there, man. Yeah. Try and try and see these these games. I mean, these are this weekend's gonna be lit because Nimi's playing great football too. Like they won the national championship last year, and I want to say all their games up to a certain point were uh, primetime games on ESPN. Really? Yeah, yeah, they were actually. Yeah, they were, they were on ESPN. Time. Yeah, ESPN. Yeah, they were on the uh, Nimming was. They ended up losing late in the season, and then they had a tiebreaker to try to make the playoffs, and they didn't. But I think they're still ranked nine in the nation, and they're they're hosting a, a bowl game Thursday, uh, Friday. That's crazy. So, like, the all-star boys that are here for the week, they're going to be going to that game. Oh, really? And go see the Nimi game and everything. And then, like, there's a whole festivities lined up because then you got the – Basketball tournament going on this weekend too. Like, really? Yeah. Wh- so which one's that one though? The, the City of Champions. City of Champions. Yeah. Wow. So like, and then they did a buyout. So um, all the kids in the school. So I think elementary's going too. Mm-hmm. Junior high's going. High school's going. Basically, we're donating. So like, every kids bring a dollar, mm. and that donates to a cause, and all the kids get to miss school, and they get to go watch the girls' game in the morning at ten, at ten a.m. I remember that. Playing. They used and to do that donation thing. And they're playing, they're playing, I don't know who they're playing in the first round, but I think it's Ridoso. Yes, I want to say it's yes, Ridoso. they're playing Ridoso. And, and then, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Boys are playing, uh, uh, Fort Sumner. Fort Sumner, yes. Yeah. But, so like that 10 o'clock game, all the kids in the school's district is going to be there, and that's going to be wild. Because just imagine like the pit packed. Like you never see that pit pack, and like mm-hmm. that's gonna be a little limit. Man, it's, it's so crazy that we have some of the best facilities. That super nice, dude. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, if you've been other places, if you've been to other schools, like our is second to none. You know what the best part is too? Free gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> How many yeah. gyms do you have? You have the pit. You have the bowl. Uh, you have the junior high. The and white gym. The white. They, yeah. they redid it. They really? redid it and added a whole bunch of new equipment and everything. It's a legit gym now, the white oh, gym. wow. So you got that, too. Like, And we got access to all of them. Like, hey, what do you want to work out tonight? <laughs> yeah. So how often do you go to the gym? Um, so football season, I didn't really. So I don't, I don't see how you would. Yeah, I didn't really get in there as much as I could. I'll try. But like, like I said, it's 24 hours, so like. If I'm there at seven at night, I'll just go to the gym. Somewhere. I would say four a.m. But bro, you gotta no. sleep, bro. Yeah, like, no, I'm I'm going to bed at two anyway. So like, no, I can't do that. <clears throat> but, two a.m. Uh, yeah, Call last, of Duty's calling your name. No, dude. Like, it's just been like schoolwork and stuff, and like grading and making worksheets. So like, this week I've been like four o'clock, 
going to bed, mm-hmm. really crashing out. Mm-hmm. Wake up at 7, 7.10, get to school by 7.45. You're a warrior for real. <laughs> it's, it's just lit. But um, during basketball, I tend to be there more often at the, at the junior high. I don't, I don't have to leave to go to the high school at all. I don't really help out with them as much as I do for football. So I'm at the junior high more often, so I'll just go in there and get a get a nice pump in all alone usually by myself. What's up? Hit me up. Hey, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, DZ's looking for a gym partner. Anybody? I, got, I got my boy Max comes to me all the time too. He's from Clovis. Mm-hmm. He played against us. Really? He's a great above us. Yeah, he's from Clovis. And, like, when you, when you talk about, like, how great our TJ is, he really understands it because he came over here, coached, and then I don't know why. Like he tells me, I always forget why he says it. But like he he left, went back to Clovis, and I remember he tells me the story too. Though like he's like the it was his first day of school, the day before the first day of school, he was sitting in his classroom in Clovis and was like, "Man, I messed up," because <laughs> they they always say too like one it's hard like. Honestly, getting a job here is hard. Yeah. It's a hot commodity. So, like, I'm blessed that, like, yeah. I got in here. And him, he was like, I was in there, and I left. And he came back. He came back because he was coaching football. They played over there at Morris Field, and he was, like, heartbroken, like, tearing up about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get to be here no more. And Coach Henderson, the guys, like, they ended up talking to him and everything. And, like, hey, was he open to come back? And he was like, yes, like, 100% yes, and got back over here. So when he when I when I when you hear him like he'll talk and he'll be like, the grass is truly greener like over here like <laughs> you don't understand what you got over there yeah. like you know there's kids want to square up with teachers and stuff over there like it's oh, just, yeah. it's crazy over there in, in uh, over there in Clovis and like Roswell High too like I heard stories over there and it's like you don't understand how how good you got it till you go somewhere else and it's like it's not great. Yeah, um, I mean. We've always been disciplined, man. Yeah. Like, ever since, like, sixth grade, that's all they teach. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Yeah. Hattanis. Hattanis, man. Hattanis and, uh, <laughs> and old Caleb, man. He just recently retired. I Shout used out to, my boy, Caleb, yeah. I used to call Hattanis uh, the bald eagle. Did you? The bald eagle. Bro, when he was on patrol on the Zia yard, mm-hmm. he didn't miss nothing. He's catching everything, catching kids smoking. His glasses too, huh? Yeah. He has vision. Catching the people. He's old school. You know, actually, I actually seen a, seen some tape because obviously, you know, you guys are going to, whenever they're going to state, they do a couple like, class years where they drop like the state championship uh, highlight tape. Mm-hmm. I seen that he was in one and uh, I was like, I couldn't believe how he looked. <laughs> And it was satanist, and I was just like, Here's something crazy. So my, uh, my dad went to high school with McCaleb. Coach McCaleb had an afro. Oh, what? <laughs> he, he had a white man fro, dude, like huge. Really? I was like, damn, man, that's hey, wild. Did he have a pick or no? No, I don't have a pick of it. No, he let it grow. No, no, I said, did he have a pick? Like oh, nah, I don't. Come on, man. Oh, He's hair white. pick? I'm just Oh, I saw that a tennis coached with uh, Cooper Henderson's dad. LG? Yeah, he coached yeah, with he LG. Did. Yeah. That's nuts, bro. Bro. I think he's at Wilbanks now or something. Like, he was working at Wilbanks for a while. Hatanis yeah. was. He still drops by all this other stuff. Does he? Really? Yeah. I remember. He'll bring, he'll bring us fruits or something on Sundays. Yeah, on Saturdays. Yeah, I'll bring a fruit or something. Yeah, he kind of helped build the house, too, huh? Yeah. All, man, you didn't think, when you think of, like, the legendary coaches, man, like, Worley. Champion. Yeah, all them guys, man. It's wild. And I remember, like, on our staff, on our senior year, two days, 
came around and they're like, look, look around the room. You guys, you guys don't know how many rings are in this room right now. <laughs> and we had none at the time. And it was like, day, like for real, like this guy has this many. This guy, we only had like six at the time. Like oh, Coach yeah. Henderson was at twelve. Like Cooper Henderson was at twelve. Bowden was up there, up there with the with a big count too. Bowden, has been there a long time. So, what's up with Bowden? I mean, he is he. Uh, Halfway in, halfway out. I have no clue on any of that stuff. I'm not going to spread any rumors. I have no clue about any of those guys, older guys. I mean, right now we have a young staff, but, like, it's so fun. It's like like being at, like, a a freaking get-together all the time, you know? Like, we don't want to leave that place. And you have, have like, young coaches like me, um, Andy, Adrian, and you got, like, Moppin, too, like – and we just love to be there. Bickle, like we all, and then like Saxon and all them guys, like they get in, in on the stuff. And we go off on tangents too. Like, legit, it's not always football too. Like, we just go off on tangents. Like, this, like, crazy scenarios. Like, what, what, would, what if this had happened? What if this? I know, like, too, like, um, Coach Bickle, he wants to get, when uh, a lot of us retire down the road, he wants to open up an official crew. Like, a legit, like, an official bit. Like, Bickle's full of, like, business ideas. He's a businessman, <laughs> and he has like, where like all these all these like great retired coaches should just go into refing yeah, and like get and like get make a lot of money off of it too. Refing, yeah, for the state. Hey man, we need refs. Do you? I thought yeah. about being a ref one time. They're really they're really short shorthanded on refs and like, and like too like. People hate refs. <laughs> yeah, I hate how much they hate refs. Cause I, what, like my biggest pet peeve is whenever like someone will come and be like, "Oh, we lost that game because of the refs." Like, come on, blue. I never. I, I've yet to see a ref ever score a touchdown. That's how. I'm, that's how. I'm ever about. make a ever make a shot? Like I've never seen a ref throw a strike. Like I've never seen it. Like it's never just a ref. Like, oh, we dropped five passes in the first quarter. We're not going to talk about that. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about the one call that we got called back. Yeah. Like it's like. And they plus, should, yeah. And plus, like you're from Artesia, you're not gonna get no calls anyways. The, you, you gotta play yeah. through it. I mean, yeah. if My, I was a ref, though, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be very biased. <laughs> very biased. See, it's opposite. So there's there's some there's some refs out there that are like they don't care from Artesia. No, they're like from Artesia, mm-hmm. and they actually think like we should be like a lot better than like. So like, if you see like a cheeky holding call, they're gonna call it because like, oh, you were top better than that. I think. I think they should have they should have a big track meet full of referees and lunch ladies. Oh god. <laughs> and I think it should be referees versus lunch ladies on a tug of war match. Winner gets Deezy. Yeah. And you already know them lunch ladies are strong, boy. Gosh. And lunch ladies are sweethearts too. I heard y'all talking about that the other day too and Yo, there are some sweethearts over there. They, yeah. they hook it up. So I work. I work. I don't leave the school at all. See that, DZ? We got school access. So I don't. I don't ever leave the school. So like, I'm on like the free lunch because I'm on duty and stuff, right? So I work so, for the for the lunch and everything. And they hook it. That's up. clutch. That's clutch. Hey, they hook it up. Like today, we had cheeseburgers on the menu, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, can you save me a cheeseburger? And she goes, you want one or two? Yeah. I'm like, uh, and she's like, I'll give, give you two. I'll no give bun. You two. Yeah, she's like, I'll give you two. Give and me I'm two, like, no all bun. Right, all right, legit. <laughs> the up, huh? Yeah, they got the hookup. I, I think now, 
You can go ahead and put this in the caption. I think we're closer than we've ever been to a lunch lady. We got the we got the hookup right here. I mean, what? Why, why beat around the bush? Oh, we got the direct source. Right Let's here. get in there. Let's get a lunch lady. Let's knock her down. Get her with Deezy. Gosh. <laughs> Should I or what, Mister Costa? <laughs> Would you recommend a lunch lady for Deezy? Yeah, man. There's some sweethearts. Just over to there. get a swagger back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to say all the lunch ladies I ran into as a teacher, like they're all sweethearts. They're they're the warriors, man. They are the warriors too. Yeah. It's all lit. Right, right. Yeah, you got my boy. Yeah, he's on the fence. So everybody work curious right now. Dizzy's on the fence about it. That's a big smile right now. <laughs> big big, big smile. smile. Yes, sir. Hey man, so what do you think about the cold shed so far, man? I mean. We kind of we kind of did cold? a little we kind of did a little bit of cleaning up in here. It's not really that cold actually. Like I thought, it, yeah, this little heater is nice right here. Just, I might have like put some tortillas on here and started cooking something. <laughs> Before you came, we didn't have that on. My feet were or my hands were frozen solid. Right. <laughs> Me and Avery, our nose both started running because it's so cold in here. Gosh. It's a nice little setup though. Like honestly, I'll say like. Hey man, Joe Rogan had some competition on the setup. <laughs> like the flag think, behind I, you, I, Avery. You should, have, you should have seen it before, man. That oh. was right here on. on I remember. Day. I remember coming in here. This, this is. It used to be just a shed. Now it's it. Well, next time you come in here, there's gonna be lights and everything. Heck yeah. We have a camera. We have a camera guy. <laughs> yeah. A I'm, camera guy, huh? I don't know. I mean, obviously. Uh, we got to elevate at some point and get some better equipment. But. Hey, I'm I'm always here for supporting the boys. Honestly, even even Avery was on his YouTube grind. Hey, I was always watching the videos, uh, buying the merch. I still wear that. Actually, I was wearing that merch the other day in basketball practice. Gravy's World. Gravy's World, and they're like, "You got some gravy?" I'm like, yeah, y'all don't even know about this. So I'm like, y'all don't know about this joint right here. Dude, it's, like, it, it's, oh, yeah. it's truly challenging, man, doing this. Uh, Hey, I commend you for it, though. I mean, mean, you can ask Deezy. I mean, just within... Okay, so now that we're on the topic, we can kind of talk about it, thank God. Mm -hmm. So if you made it this far, I mean, this is where it's going to get aired out, like what we're we're talking about. We've sat down, we've recorded with multiple people just the same way that we have with you. Through some unfortunate events, distorted files audio just trash <laughs> or mics. right now we've got just it to stop. the right now we got it all figured out i mean we got it beat but you know we've had people in here do a whole thing just like this and not be able to post it just because we've been distorted <laughs> yeah, like, you're, so, you're episode three but